everybody and welcome back to another episode of a black mermaid's tale today is a very special episode and i am joined by the lovely beautiful wonderful estrella uh estrella say hello <laughs> hi everyone <laughs> um your episode today oh thank thank you for saying yes thank you for saying yes i like having people on here i think they get sick and tired of hearing me talk um <laughs> Um, I met Estrella at sixth form. Yeah, sixth form back in the day. Don't say that out loud. Like back, what, maybe twenty twelve? Yeah, it was, but I wasn't ready for anybody to say that. <laughs> we were young. We were young. Back in the day, back in the young days, we're still young. We are still young. Yeah. No, we're babies. We're babies in this game. We're absolute babies. Um, and her Instagram is Estrella underscore things. Like she has lived in Australia. Uh, you went there for uni, is that correct? Yeah. So I did my year abroad there for like a whole, like almost well over a year, close to like I'd say fifteen, sixteen months. I spent out there, uh, which was amazing, and I cannot wait to go back at some point. <laughs> Where was you? Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane? So I was actually based um, in South Australia, in Adelaide. Um, so it's a little city, all small compared to London, and uh, yeah. just a really great city to be in as a student, honestly. And mm-hmm. it's quite strange because I wasn't initially meant to go to Adelaide, just when my year abroad. But it's always <laughs> funny how things turn out and how, you know, your original plans you know they kind of just fall apart and then you end up doing something brand new and which turns out to be like so worth it yeah yeah that's very true would you go back would you live there would you live in australia full time would you live there again that's the thing because when i was living out there i absolutely loved it um just the pace of life was really great i really enjoyed being there um made a whole new set of friends out there like it's like i had my own little life out there for a whole year mm-hmm. and i did yeah. have a thought and uh, where i considered it where I actually considered potentially staying longer or potentially staying out there permanently and the whole thing like literally one of the main things that would just put me off doing that which is distance like Australia's in the middle of nowhere yeah it's Europe <laughs> <laughs> it's not Europe it's not like I don't know do you get what I'm saying like it's yeah like, yeah like a, it's literally an island by itself surrounded by water and more water everything is that, like 10 plus hours to get to you know exactly and i was like i love the convenience of living in europe mm. hop on the train you're in paris amsterdam you get on yep. the yeah. hour away you can be in in france italy spain wherever you want to go but australia yeah. you hop on the <laughs> so after two hours you're still in australia hun <laughs> <laughs> you are still on the same you're still after two hours so. Oh, it's true leaving victoria takes half a day right? so that was my main but i wouldn't have my i like I, would, I, do, I wouldn't mind going there again for a long period of time like a year or two and then come back but not permanent yeah. i understand i understand yeah <laughs> i get that i get that australia's in the middle of nowhere that is the truth um would you live anywhere else like obviously you're from london but would you live anywhere else yes i would i actually really wouldn't mind living somewhere in africa for like a long period of time Um, 
And you know what? I have lived in other places before. So I lived in France for two years before doing my abroad. So that doesn't that aspect of moving away somewhere completely different doesn't scare me. Uh, yeah. Africa, like I definitely would want to go and be somewhere for like a really long period of time and live there because it's just so relaxing. Like I just don't know how to explain it. Like I recently went there last summer and I spent two weeks in the Congo. Uh, which is where my family's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was not stressed, Jasmine. I was not stressed at oh. all. It's a different kind of peace. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love London. I, get that. <laughs> I love London. I've lived here most of my life. It's like, I know London. Like, and it's like, I'll always find my way back to London. But it's like, always when mm. you leave and you get to experience what life is like in another country and you get to understand more about other different cultures hmm. i just find it just so peaceful and that's the kind of yeah and i was in Congo. it was only for two weeks and i, I wasn't stressed and you know and it's different it's completely different to europe like you can't even compare it but i didn't miss yeah. london and i was out there and that tends to be the feeling that i have whenever i travel it's like yeah i'm not stressed here i can relax and i'm yeah. <laughs> at peace no I get that I get that literally did I don't it's weird because that's how I feel but I never know how to explain it oh. like you said London, <laughs> London is my home but the I it's like I can breathe again when I leave it's like whew, I'm really breathing for the first time yeah. and then I come home and I'm like am I succeeding in life I'm stressing <laughs> am I paying the right tax how do I where do I what should I just feel like I always have to move if I sit still for more than two hours someone's gonna come and tell me you know this is London you can't just be doing chill 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 exactly. you need to be going and yeah I get that I get that completely so yeah that's crazy because I thought I thought I was just a nutcase he felt like that you were not. but thank you. Yeah, that's the case and we're both nutcases that's the I'm so fan with that <laughs> I didn't know you lived in um France where in France did you live so uh when I was in France I lived in um southeast and uh, a city called Grenoble not sure if you go yeah. Grenoble <laughs> so it's near the Alps and place to go if you want to go and visit all the different ski resorts and things like that um so I actually went out there to do my degree so I did my degree I did a three-year degree in France and two years of it was spent in Grenoble and then I did my year abroad in Australia so it was all part of the same program damn you brave girl you need <laughs> you're just gallivanting around the world was it all in French so do you speak like fluent French and I like in the Congo they speak they French, do. but yeah, do you speak I'm French? Time, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, God, that was round of applause for you. Thank you. Like studying abroad was a, <laughs> and I'll do it again, like fifty times. Like I'll just do it again. Oh, I love that. I love that. I kind of wish I did it. I don't know. My course only offered us to go to America. I say only. It's still America. Like that's far. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I don't think it was fear. But I was just like. Mm, do I want to do this like mm. am I sure but then everybody who did it loved it and a part of me always like wished maybe I had done it yeah um it's fine I made up with it I just I just leave the country with everyone I feel like it now it's not easy because I know that I'm for me personally like, I've always just been I'd say I, I haven't had that fear about traveling yeah. and just going to 
places and I know it's something that I get asked a lot like people just say how just up and leave and just go and mm. I think it's just like I'm just you know I you know as you said I don't like staying in one place for too long I like visiting different countries mm. and seeing new things um but I will say that like, going to France um initially I won't even lie like I didn't want to go at first like I was really nervous mm-hmm. um I was really nervous about it you know not only going to university by myself just going to a different country was really nerve-wracking and mm-hmm. the decision for me to go to France just wasn't made over a long period of time like I, that decision happened within a week like results day came <laughs> you remember results day results day oh. came. I opened that envelope I did not get the grades that I wanted so because of that I didn't get to go to my first choice uni and then on that day I was just there and I was thinking yeah I have my second backup choice but do I really want to go there? And on that same day, my parents were like, if you don't want to go then don't settle. Why don't you just go and do something completely different, something new? And then the conversation for me to go to France just popped up and within a week I was gone. <laughs> so it happened wow. very quickly. It happened so quickly. So quickly that I'd even tell people that people I'd even tell I didn't have time to tell people. I was already gone. <laughs> Jeez. You know. Hey, shout out to your parents for like not allowing you to settle just to settle yes do you know what I mean to say oh my kids at university here because that's such a black or ethnic mm-hmm. minority parent thing mm-hmm. to do yes. so shout out them for that shout out you for that I'm gonna say big dick energy <laughs> girl you said in a week it's not what I wanted so I'm gonna do something else and it's gonna be great and you made it great yeah I, did. <laughs> I was gone like I think it was maybe going into like the month of November people still thought I was in a UK uni somewhere and I'm like <laughs> No, I'm not. Nope. <laughs> I don't have fresh as flu like you guys. <laughs> I'm in France, baby. I'm in France. But it wasn't, Damn. Oh, that's... Like, it was hard. Like... Of course. It was super hard. Like, my first semester... Well, I can't even speak. Like, my first <laughs> was a challenge. Like not only had things just been happened so quickly and I was just up and I was gone but like you know when you get that FOMO feeling like I had that for a whole mm. like FOMO in a sense where like university in France is so different to what it is in the UK it is an, it is so different like you can't even compare it so while I was just yeah. you know watching and checking what my friends were doing on Snapchat like going to parties doing freshers and just appearing to have fun I didn't have that because French university was so different. So at the beginning, I first thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't have come. You know, this, I thought mm. maybe like this. And then with time, I kind of just, I kind of understood further. And I just thought, you know, this is the experience that I'm going to have. It's going to be so different to what my friends are going to have at their uni. They won't be able to compare their university experience to mine. But mine, when I look back now, it was just so worth it. There you go. I gave you cal- like extra character and stuff. That's that's amazing. Right? So you do that. That's dope. Did all of the university abroad. That's see, she's amazing, amazing person. <laughs> um, and you definitely have the travel bug. Do you think your travel bug started because you went to uni abroad, or was, did your travel bug start from like early? Like I would say, mine started because of my mom. She didn't know how to stay still either. Like once she had children. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> my, I went on my first trip at six months old. Right, I had a passport. Oh yeah just she just took me to it back like uh to my island in Dominica but 
I went on holiday every single year from then. Yeah. So I wasn't used to doing 365 days in one country. Like, that was a foreign mm-hmm. like aspect to my brain. <laughs> yeah, so just like a thing, like, no, you go on holiday, right? No, Jasmine. Oh, that, oh, okay, I'm privileged. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and I appreciate, like, both my parents for doing it, but it just wasn't, it was, that was, like, the norm, you know? So what what do you think got you into travel? would be my question let me say the year abroad experience pushed it more but then even beforehand I had always liked the idea of traveling I know that I had not not always necessarily had the opportunity to travel as much as I wanted to but then Mm. once I started once I you know started my year abroad my year abroad my studying abroad experience being in France and then having the opportunity to to travel during that time as well like like every year I always had a new set of international friends when I was in France and we I was always invited on weekend trips um within France like going out chilling and then also having a part-time job as well made, made yeah. I had more of the means to just up and go when I wanted to so I think beforehand I had always had a travel bug but I just didn't have the means to just book a flight so, mm. so then obviously that came with age as well and have gaining that confidence being out there living alone um and being able to travel too definitely like that my study abroad experience just accelerated that travel thing, and I haven't been able to keep still since I've been back like, <laughs> I cannot keep still like I'm one of those people that's on just always checking Skyscanner <laughs> <laughs> and I have the prices dropped this week where can I go looking up <laughs> where can I travel as a like a young black person on my own because I solo travel a lot so yeah. I'm always out for these things so I'm just always ready because I'm a serious travel ja- traveler Jasmine like, I'm serious like when I tell you I'm going on a trip I am going so, going yeah <laughs> and I like that I like people like that like they're my bags what doesn't know I'm going but I'm going they might have not done cover but I know I'm leaving on this date and I'll be back this is why <laughs> I get me mad because group mm. trips they're amazing when they just go smoothly but at the beginning, I'm sure you can agree that everyone will be hyped to go, yeah, we're going to book our flights and do this and that. And when it's time, time, yeah, to pay the money and pay the flights, Cheaper. everyone just disappears. Ooh. You're the only serious Great person chance. there. Yeah. So, the legally blind, deaf and disappeared. Yeah. Then, and so that's why I always just have that mindset where I'm like, okay, if we're going to go here, whatever happens, whoever flops the trip, I'm still prepared to enjoy it and go on my own and I'm so yeah. glad I have that confidence and that mentality to just go ahead and just do whatever I want to do. That's good. And when you go, do you usually stay in like hostels because you can like meet people, or do you do hotels and then just like don't mind soloing it all the way, or what do you do? Hostels, hostels, hostels. I am all here yeah. for hostels. I'm tired yes. of all the hate that hostels get because it's just <laughs> like I meet like everyone's just like ooh hostels. I'm like. Have you actually stayed in a fantastic hostel? I mm. have been to some amazing hostels. The best hostels I've stayed at have been in Asia because they're just super, super clean. Like all the facilities mm. are amazing. And you know, when you're traveling solo, you want to put yeah. yourself in environments where you can meet and interact with people. Mm. And hostels are the yeah. hotel best place to do that. Like you know, and I've been really fortunate yeah. where you know where whenever I've traveled on my own, I've always been surrounded by people and. I'm I'm always really really grateful for that like I've never felt alone um like on my last trip when I went to Miami which got cut short and I'm so upset about that but in the four mm. days I spent in Miami 
I met so many cool people that I was able to spend time with and that made my trip. There you go. Yeah, it's true. I my hostel experience is still quite slim. I think oh, so I stayed in one hotel girl, you're like hotels over hostels. No, I think it's because before uh, my travel, I haven't always traveled like mm, I was doing like holidays. Do you know what I mean? Like rather than traveling yeah so it was like a holiday like I was me and my best friend were just going on holiday to be in like one place and or we're going for a festival and stuff so it wasn't necessary because we know we'd be meeting people in like what we're doing there mm-hmm. and then my first travel by myself was Denmark and I stayed in a hostel and I was really nervous because that's when everyone was like you're not staying in a hostel nah, nah, nah. Hey. and I was just like yeah but if I stay in a hotel I could just spend like the whole week by myself mm-hmm. and that makes me sad like I don't like that stayed in the hostel and it was brilliant like it was just so it was awesome and the hotel the the hostel was so nice nicer than some hotels I've stayed in Mm -hmm. and it was just so clean and I met these three sisters I became the fourth sister for the week and they're just they're just fabulous like I was like it was just it was just great and I was like okay I don't get why people hate on this yeah and when I was it was weird I was just like I don't get it if you don't look at the pictures of where you stay and you stay somewhere shabby, I feel like that makes you maybe a fool. But I don't think you should blame all hostels for your mistakes. Um, I stayed in a hostel in China, a couple hostels actually. But my first hostel experience in China was not so great. It was up a mountain. Oh, the hotel oh. had overbooked. Yeah, and we got like it was like six of us, but we all got split up. So I was in like a room by myself. The room I ended up in was like. Full, like full of these Chinese ladies who were super lovely mm-hmm. in the end and super curious but the whole experience of it like because people would climb the mountain and then forget like it would take them longer so they don't have to stay the hotel was just accepting people and people were like sleeping in corridors and stuff and I was like this this is this this is not how it works no but I had a bed and I felt safe and the ladies were like nice um and was super like curious obviously like, trying to have conversation and then woke me up in the morning to like watch sunrise because it was like beautiful on the mountain mm-hmm. and it was it was nice enough like I don't actually think it was too terrible I just thought the circumstances around it were crazy yeah. but the actual hostel itself wasn't too bad oh and the beds were like really close together like I was literally felt like I was sharing a double bed with this old lady <laughs> but she felt like my grandma so I wasn't actually too too like bothered about it when I was sleeping yeah. <laughs> that is so crazy but like it turned out fine right like yeah it turned out fine like I felt safe I didn't mind where I was they were lovely enough like that's it like there's nothing really else I needed yeah from it and I think the people that I think people who who choose hostels as accommodation options they, I think they all go in there with the same mindset you know they want to spend yeah. money because hostels are cheaper than hotels and you know, like, depending on the hostel you pick, you can have some really, really cool facilities in there. Like, I went to one where there was a gym in there, a, a, a pool. Like, Jeez. Yeah, lavish. Hotel stuff, but, like, you know, yeah. friendly environments and where you just felt like, you know, I, will, I always say this, like, when you when you select hostels as an accommodation option, I think going there with an open mind and just being friendly, you just, you just warm up and you just open people up to you. And then that's how... That's how you just meet the like the most amazing people when you go. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, you said your trip in Miami got cut short. Was that because of Miss Rona and her wonderful work? Wonderful work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, she's consistent. We'll call her that. <laughs> listen, 
Corona, Miss Miss Rona, Miss Covidy, whatever, <laughs> came through, swept through our 2020 and said, whatever plan <laughs> you had this year, just forget about it. <laughs> like, point is, points have been made and I understand Miss Rona, I will not be able to catch flights until next year. No. But it, she wanted but us to be in our feelings. Different. She said, be in your feelings. I'm feeling sad. I feel sad, be sad with me. That's what I want. I'm just like, screw your flags. All seriousness. Like, I'm, I'm well aware that, you know, this is a very situ- serious situation. But, you know, I think we're allowed to be upset about all our plans being ruined because. Yes. <laughs> my passport, so <laughs> many plans to be stamped this year and it's just going to be dry <laughs> for the rest of the year. Oh. I. Uh, my heart like I literally look at it I looked at it I was like you're pointless you're actually useless to me at this stage in my life how does it feel to feel so useless you haven't been this useless in 24 years and now look at you just, just collecting like... dust <laughs> Co- collecting dust. dust clean pages that's not what it's here for it's not... no it's not used to that it's not used to that at all it doesn't know it doesn't know what to do it doesn't know what to do at all mm-hmm. I'm looking at it I feel like it's fading I know it's not fading but I feel like it's fading in my hands it makes me sad um, again you're just you won't even know where to find your password you'd have dumped it somewhere no it's gonna scare me that's 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 genuinely gonna scare me I shouldn't even know it on my phone it's still where I put it so I can remember um where is the first place you want to go to when Miss Rona you know takes her leave I need to do Miami again properly because my trip was yes. in his in his arena. Yeah. Like I was meant to do um so my last trip where I tra- where I flew out, I was meant to spend three days in Miami, three, four days in Miami and seven days in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico never nice. happened. Oh. And I was just like Miss Rona kept cancelling my return flight to London, then cancelling my connection flights with America, and I was just like, it's just time to get myself back to the UK. Mm. <laughs> it's doing too much it's doing, your head hurts it's like, so where do you want me to go because you're not allowing me to live even in the now or <sighs> I don't know yes she's been I was meant to do Japan in July Ooh, I've been to Japan and, and yeah you was one of the people who inspired me to go because looking at trip, I was like okay I need to do that it looked awesome it just looked just you guys have to check out her Instagram you just have to and and her YouTube go to Instagram her link is in her bio click it have a scroll it's all good stuff just just watch it it will inspire you to go somewhere when Miss Rona decides to take sabbatical leave yeah um and and piss off somewhere else but yeah yeah you was like one of the people I was like yeah Japan is on my list me and my sister were meant to do it and then um yeah that that woman came through that person that thing came through and Mate, cancelled everything i'm hoping that whenever rona just comes you know finishes finishes the job that she's doing and she's she's officially gone <laughs> that your japan trip is going to be 10 out of 10 because i recommend japan it's so fun i've been twice now yes. i would go again oh i would go oh, again I um it, it could be a bit pricey though but you've got a budget actually it's only prices depending on how many things you want to do. So I did. I just would do mm. any and everything. You can do budget stuff, you know, because I always say anything can be done on budget. You don't have to splash out. You don't have to yeah. to copy and just see what everyone's doing on Instagram. You can have yeah. enjoy yourself just within your own means. But whenever I go there, I just want to do any and everything because there's so much stuff to do. <laughs> so my bank account tends to suffer. So, <laughs> but you know, it's all about experiences. You know, experiences. Mm-hmm. I can get the money back. 
Um, but that's it. Enjoy it. Like it's so fun. The people are really friendly too. Like even though they might not understand English, they'll always be wanting to help. <laughs> like, that's nice. That's nice. I like that. on the platform on the train, they'll be like, "Hi, do you need help?" And then it's just they're just so so cool. Family. If you're into Asia, Asian Japanese culture, it's definitely the place to yeah. go. Um, like I love animation and art, so I'm straight up all the anime shops and conventions yeah. or, or exhibitions. I am there when I am in Japan. So I hope you plan like an amazing itinerary when you go with your sister. Oh, we will. We we had Pinterest boards and everything, man. We were so excited. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. fine. It's it's gonna happen, and it's gonna happen great. You're right. It's gonna happen, it's happen great. Well, so that'd be a really exciting time to be there. Yeah, yeah. That was it. it was literally like so. The last week would have just been like just before the Olympics started, so we could have had all like the pre-energy buzz. And it would have been all like hyped, and I just thought that would just have been a crazy atmosphere to be around, but like in a good way. Yeah. Oh well, it will happen when it happens. I'm not. I'm not going to stress about it. Um, <laughs> my final question to you would be: Would you be a full-time travel nomad? Would you like the traveling and coming home, traveling and coming home? In an ideal world, yes. <laughs> That would be really, really fun. Um, yeah. But then I look at things realistically as well. Like, in order yeah. for you to live that kind of lifestyle, you know, you have the money. You have to have the money to back it up. Like, you have to have the money mm. to support your experiences, your day-to-day. And, you know, I'm very much a person that likes having, you know, that security. You know, I like to, mm-hmm. as much as I like to up and travel and go, like, I want to be able to know that when I come back, like, I have, like, my place, which is central to me, that, you know, whenever I do come back from my trips and all my little travels, I know that I will be coming back home. Um, yeah. So I know that the nomad travel lifestyle is appealing to some, um, mm. but I'm very much organized <laughs> in a way that I like structure to my life. So I can't, as much as yeah. I to, to drift and travel and things, but I want to plan it in a way where, you know, I know where I'm going and heading. And I've always had the idea that nomads are kind of going with the flow. <laughs> so I think yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Libra yeah. in me that likes to have that balance in life. There's a bit of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when things aren't structured, I think things get a little bit chaotic. But um, Fair definitely, enough. you know, traveling a certain amount of times a year is something I still want to do. You know, I recently started a yeah. new job as well, and I'm no longer a student anymore, and I can't just up and go on holiday when I want to. That is one of the perks I miss about being a student. <laughs> So you, can't, mm-hmm. you can't really afford to just up and go when you want you go you got to put that request for annual leave so I think for me it's just planning around planning things that allows me to do the things I enjoy and in this case that is traveling so I get I get this question a lot when people say to me how do you travel so much that you work and like how are you affording it and I would just say I just plan <laughs> you know I know that necessarily yeah. hasn't worked this year because Miss Rona has come and said, you know, all your plans just scatter them. They're not going to happen. <laughs> but in normal time, it, it works for me. And, you know, I put money aside for my trips when I know how much I want to spend. I plan and I feel like what I want. Yeah. Because of that, I'm able to, to achieve that and make it happen all the time. Yeah, I love that. No, I understand that. That is a very fair <laughs> answer. You have been awesome thank you so much again for joining me today my first podcast experience Um, 
<laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, yay. I'm glad you had a good one as well. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Um, this has been, please check out her Instagram at Estrella underscore Drifts. She is the wonderful beautiful. Um, uh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for listening. Okay. Bye. Hey. Bye. Bye. Bye.